but it's always like take out this guy, take out this guy, take out this guy, take out this guy, and there's one guy left, and he does like the oh I don't want a piece of this, and then he runs away. If I were in like the group of bad guys fighting, I would just be the second guy, and if the first guy gets his ass kicked, I'd be like, "Hey, everybody, we're uh, we're turning around." (laughs) It would appear that he's gonna kick all of our asses one by one, so let's just go. Brunch, hit it, boys. You know how every day someone thinks that, like, oh, this is where Trump's going down. This is where it's all. Now that this is out, it's got to be over for Trump, and yep. then it's never over for Trump. Yes. We've reached the latest one of those for Movie Pass. Movie Pass has one of those every day, too. Yeah, well, not every day, but like once a week. At once least. a week, it's like, is the end here for Movie Pass? And the answer is always, you would think. Yeah, right. Uh, it's been circling the drain for like three months. Yeah. Now. They're getting real fucking desperate now. So uh, people couldn't use it on Thursday, and they thought it was because they were trying to pull some shit and not let them see Mission Impossible. Is well, that correct? Or no, they also no, no. wouldn't let them no, do that? Th- they have also blacked out Mission Impossible. So if you have Movie Pass, you can't watch Mission Impossible, at not least amazing. for this weekend, or at least right. for the next couple of days. But what happened was, on Thursday, people would log on to the app, and, it, and Movie Pass comes up with a, a little fucking pop-up notification that says, hey, uh, we're experiencing some technical difficulties difficulties and uh sorry we'll get back online as soon as we can the technical difficulties <laughs> were they, they ran out of fucking money yes no money left for a company that only borrows money right that's all they're not so, making money so they're saying like hey we don't have it's not like uh we haven't turned enough of a profit they're like years away from turning a yeah. profit they ran out of all the money that they keep borrowing every time you hear movie pass news it's that either something broke or that they borrowed more money yes and after borrowing or, all this money, or that they're in, uh, they're impl- implementing more uh, rule, like, bad rules. Yes, exactly. So uh, they ran out of money, and their solution was, as usual, to, to borrow more money, borrow more money, and then run out of that. Yes, uh, like a quick five million dollars, and they <laughs> they like burn through that right away. I would imagine so. Like yeah. five million dollars doesn't go anywhere for Movie Pass. Drop in the in the hat. For yeah, them. right, and. Uh, Dropping the hat. Is that what is dropping it? Dropping the, the pan? Dropping, dropping the, the bucket? bucket yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that I mean, that makes, gravy term. That makes sense why they would black out Mission Impossible because Mission Impossible is going to crush this weekend. And if they let people go see that, then th- that that's done by Saturday. Well, it's interesting you bring up Mission Impossible and Movie Pass because I have a personal announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are looking at the newest Stubbs A-list Ooh. member. I've accepted a An offer. Uh, uh, yes. I've accepted a, uh, a a Stubbs A-list membership. Nice. I uh, I realized it, it it looked like it was going to happen early Thursday. I went to see Mamma Mia Here We Go Again for a second time and I couldn't see it again on Movie Pass because right. of that thing and plus it was in IMAX. So I should have gotten it then. You went to see Mamma Mia and IMAX? Yeah. (laughs) It was awesome. That's Uh, great. And Why are they even playing that in IMAX? I have no idea, but just like the time was right, and I was like, IMAX? Hell yeah. Time's always right for Mamma Mia, too. Exactly. So I did that, and I was like, you know what? I should sign up for AMC Stubbs, but I was a little hungover, so I was like, I'll do it some other time. And then uh, later that night, I went to see Mission Impossible 2, and I was like, you know what? I've now done two things because this was in 3D. 
So I was like, now I've done two things that I could have done with uh, Stubbs' A-list. You know what? I will accept that. I offer. believe you can retroactively uh, like get credit for those movies. That's right, you can because they say that before the actual movie comes on the screen. Yes, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not far behind you. I've been considering it. Now I think I'm. I'm a lot closer with all yeah. this MoviePass bullshit. L- let's. Just, I'm going to say it. I love all the stuff that MoviePass has done for me, but MoviePass fucking sucks. It's now. the worst. It's it given me. Sucks. It's given me. Hours of content. It's given. It's it's done a lot. Done a lot of favors. For yes, us. yes. But it, it's you're only as good as what you've done for me lately. And there's yes. been a lot of bullshit lately. Yeah. And uh, I've I've heard that there's a lot more surge pricing. Really. Recently, uh, I haven't experienced that. I don't know if it's because I paid up front. So uh, I'm I'm I paid for the year. Mm-hmm. I think I'm contractually with MoviePass yeah. till December. Uh, but. I think I'm going to sign up for Stubbs on top of that because I'm not paying for MoviePass every month. Yeah. I already paid up front. So it's not really like I'm not getting hit twice. So that money's already gone in your Yes, mind. exactly. Yeah. So I think I'm going to sign up for Stubbs. That's and the then, mindset uh, of someone divorce. who's bad with money. Yeah. And oh, I have yeah. the Terrible. same exact thing. Like, like that money's gone. Same with if uh, you thought something was going to cost you money, uh, like a lot of money. It only cost you a little bit of money. Your first move is then to go spend to the rest the, of the money. Yeah, to, it's like having to a surplus. even it out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's very, very yes. exciting. Uh, another movie pass thing. Uh, it has you take the picture. Yeah. And I've accidentally taken the picture of the receipt a million times. And it says, it's like, not Do the not. receipt. It says it in all capitals. Don't put it in the microwave. Not the receipt. <laughs> so I've done that a lot of times. And I haven't gotten anything because I think that they've got so much other shit to fry that they're not thinking about that so uh movie pass users send us what you send to them submit to them as a picture to see if it's passable like i used to sign um, we should just take selfies no like seriously i'm gonna take a picture of me doing like the the raymond hands uh holding up the the ticket no holding up the receipt (laughs) and i'm sure that it'd be passable so yeah movie pass users Send us what you send them as a joke. I used to do stuff like that all the time. I used to sign my uh, receipts, um, not my name. I would, really? like, yeah, like my friend, one of my friends would always sign like King George and shit like that. Uh, I used to define words on receipts. That was a fun little thing to do. And like, what are they going to do? I mean, it's it, not a thing. It, right. What if you just like fucking? What if you put a like a stub down on the table and you just flopped your dick right next to it and then took the picture of it? Well, the PG version of flopping your dick down is doing the... The Raymond hands. Raymond hands. Uh, I, sp- I, for a thing, I spoke at a uh, a camp. There's like a sports broadcasting camp. Ooh, so sounds I, like a good time. <laughs> it actually, it was, it was wild. It was like a bunch of, it, it, it was cool, but it also like gave me pause. It was a bunch of children who knew that they want to be in the sports media. And I was like, oh, man, don't know what you want to do yet. Your life. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't know what you want to do yet. Uh, but uh, so it was like I talked to them. I did questions and answers. And then after they like came, like everyone took pictures. And uh, they had these like Disney autograph book things. And uh, some of them were like, can I have your autograph? Even though they definitely didn't know who I was. So I just wrote something different every time. Uh I wrote Alex Sabrinas for pretty much all of them because, like, these kids knew more about sports than anybody who actually works in the sports media. Okay. And uh, when we fielded questions, like, the first one was like, you look like Alex Sabrinas from the <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. And I was like... That's awesome. Thank you. 
I'm a big Stephen Adams fan. Do you guys know Stephen Adams? And then got like 10 more minutes out of Stephen Adams talk. Uh, nice. so, so that camp got their money's worth, huh? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Really good uh, time for them. Uh, so anyway, as an A-list member, uh, I'm already enjoying some of the perks. I like Just signing up in advance is a game changer. Uh, Movie yeah, Pass is starting that's... to allow that, they said, though, right? I don't know. Are they gonna, I, don't, I don't think so. I think it you, doesn't sound like them. No, definitely not. <laughs> they only do bad things. Yeah. Um, no, I think like their next thing is that you can bring a friend. Uh, which so I don't care. Make I your movie experience yeah, worse. worse. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I uh, I think that's like a big reason why I'm very interested in the AMC one because I I bought my ticket for Mission Impossible mm-hmm. because it, it's a blockbuster. Yeah. It's gonna get. It's gonna fill up. Like I, I almost didn't get a seat for the fucking Equalizer this week. Yeah, last that's week. right. So, on a Sunday, so uh, I bought my ticket for Mission Impossible. I'm just gonna sign up for for Stubbs. Yeah, it's worth it. Um, what? So we saw Mission Impossible two, and I don't think that either of us need to make any lie about it, hedge our bets or anything. I'm assuming we both loved it. I fucking loved it. That movie was unbelievable. It was incredible. One of the best action movies I've seen in so long. I said, I put it out on Twitter, and I'm going to make it official here on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is my favorite action movie theater-going experience since I saw The Dark Knight in theaters. I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. It's like, like the only, honestly, the only um, competition it has for me, because I'm not a huge, huge action guy, is like John Wick 2. And yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good one. And that was just really exciting for me because it was it was the day that I understood what the the John Wick movies were not totally serious. Um, I think but, the best thing that I can say about Mission Impossible is that it's it really doesn't do anything all that special. Like yeah. it is a it is a pretty textbook action movie. It has it has a it lot. It doesn't of, do anything. It's, it's that, clever though. Like it yeah, has some, it is. some clever. Uh, it doesn't reinvent the wheel, but it makes you look at the wheel in a new way. Okay, yeah, yeah, like that's, but that's, I think that works in its advantage. Like it doesn't do anything over the top or yeah. like brand new. Yeah, but it does everything. Like every action movie cliche, it does it in the best fucking way possible. Yeah, that just leaves you like amazed. I will say this: this was the best uh, identity themed movie since The Usual Suspects. Now, there's only really two identity theme movies I can think of, The Usual Suspects and Mission Impossible 2, but a lot of identity stuff. Yeah. There's like a bad guy, you're spending the whole movie figuring out who is this guy. You figure out who he is, and like in The Usual Suspects, you gasp a little bit. Yeah. And there's a lot of masks going on. If, yes. you, if, if uh, viewers going in, if you have any aversion to masks, this movie is not for you. It, it's a lot like, of masks. They have this tool where you can like basically clone a person's face, yeah. and you can tell that they just got that tool like yeah. three days ago. <laughs> yeah. They Amazon primed it, and, and they're trying to get their money's worth in the first they week. They are showing all their friends <laughs> yes. what they can do with it. They're uh, so excited about it. I cannot wait to start. Uh, my campaign for Wolf Blitzer, Best Supporting Actor, 2018. Yes! Yeah, <laughs> Wolf Blitzer is great in it. Um, the best person in it, though, is... Uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Who, Fucking unbelievable. Oh, my God. I was like... Like, 20 minutes into the movie, I was like... I can't tell if this guy is hot or not. Oh, are and you then, fucking kidding And me? then, like, once... That, that, that happens to me in general with, like, people. It takes, like... People to me are like you know magic eyes. 
Uh, no. The 3D things where you got to look at them for a little bit, and then like once your eyes relax a little bit, you see what it is. Oh yeah, yeah okay, okay. That I get that a lot of times with people. Like I'll so be like, like, a, a, like the, I'll be like, illusion thing. This thing uh, is seems okay looking, and then within ten minutes, I'm like, this is the most unbelievable <laughs> thing my face has ever fucking seen. He really is. And so I guess I would give you like I would give you that. Um, a little bit of leeway if he was clean shaven because he's Superman. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. Oh, okay. So I, so for twenty you, minutes I didn't know who he was. I ben, saw you tweet last night. Half I, an hour in, I realized, oh, it's Jamie Dornan. I saw I saw you tweet that last night that you compared him to Jamie Dornan. And I was like, this is a fucking massive disrespect to to Henry Henry Cavill, Cavill? the actor and the the handsome person. So once I realized, I was like. Wow! Like this is. I was like, I Jamie find... Dornan's good. I realized, like he's he's super hot in this, and he because I thought oh. it was Jamie Dornan, oh my God. and I was like, wow! I I was like, th- th- those movies, those Fifty Shades movies, did this guy such a disservice yeah. because he's fucking killing it. He's so hot. Love the face. Like his facial hair looked really really good. Plays a bad guy yeah. very well. Whereas in Fifty Shades, and he again, a this bad is guy not the bad. same person. <laughs> he played a bad guy pretty poorly and i was like wow this guy's amazing and then i was looking at the credits and i was like hmm, not him are they gonna do like uh with jamie dornan at the end because they're listing everybody else way before him uh so like J- jamie dornan i've never really been impressed until he takes his shirt off in 50 shades of gray and then i'm like oh i kind of get why why the ladies but anyone can do that exactly yeah and henry cowell it's almost like i don't want him to take his shirt off because i respect his face too much yes um but eyes up here so i can yeah so i can i can understand why like he looks worse clean shaven henry cavill like in the superman movies mm. i'm not blown away by him mm. but as soon as you throw some fucking that mustache is unbelievable yeah. throw some scruff on him he is he is a hunk and he does he does the move that i like to do sometimes which is uh like uh scruff and in the like, mustache, you, you, let, you grew, let go a exactly, little longer. Exactly. Yeah. I like that look. Yeah. Um, they called him uh, the hammer in this movie. And it made me think, like, he deserves the name Army Hammer so much more than Army Hammer deserves it. Well, Army Hammer Army Hammer's probably, like, 25th on the list of people who deserve <laughs> that's the name true. That's Army true. Hammer. Uh, but, like, he... I could see if he is if Henry Cavill's name was Army Hammer, he'd be the biggest fucking star in the world. We should come out. We should do for social. We should come out with uh, uh, like a list of people who deserve the name Army Hammer more than Army Hammer. And then we can drop Army Hammer in the list. Another idea that I had is based on Jamie Dornan, uh, this this classic Jamie Dornan, Henry Cavill mix up. We should come up with like an all bootleg team because yes. Jamie Dornan is the most famous person to be on the bootleg team, I feel, because he's bootleg Henry Cavill. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. And then, obvi- well, I think, I, honestly, I, I tried to watch Upgrade this week, but it was uh, an illegal site and it was terrible quality. Mm. I couldn't get through it. Uh, but I, I think that bootleg. Uh, J- uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Bo- I feel like bootleg Tom Hardy is becoming a star in his own right, but he's always going to be bootleg Tom Hardy. Good. It's 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 taken him like 20 years. It's come a long way since that one season of 24. So good for him. Yeah. No, but there are some good bootleg people out there. Yeah. Like, like I, I hold bootleg Tom Hardy in very, very high esteem. One day we'll maybe even know the actor's name. Like, that's how far yes. he's coming along. Uh, but Jamie Dornan, I would feel, is probably the... Let's see. Yeah, Jamie Dornan is the only bootleg person I can think of whose name I actually know. 
Yeah, right. So, who is like actually like starring in so his I feel own like franchises. that's a that's a disservice to him. That means that even though he's technically doing really well and starring in stuff, he still can't get out of the shadow of a guy who I just figured out wasn't Jamie Dornan. <laughs> yeah. Are we waiting for Jamie Dornan to like be a star? Like, um, are we waiting for him to get his shot? I don't know. Say? I mean, I pick uh, I pick Dakota Johnson in that. Uh, that in, race, in, that in, arms race, in the, yeah, and that arms race between the two. She's so much hotter than him. I will say. Uh, I don't know. Are you a big dude? You're not a big Dakota Johnson guy. She she like catches me off guard here and there, but she yeah. doesn't consistently bring it for me. She's well. She's just had some. I think she's only had bad roles. I can't think of a time I saw her that's in true. something and I was like, "Fuck, Dakota Johnson brought it there." Yeah. Just I'm just like, wow, that's a very pretty person. Yeah. Uh, speaking of pretty people. Uh, the the woman in Mission Impossible yeah. really did it for me. Mission Impossible Two. Mission Impossible Two. Yes. The, yes. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't seen the original Mission Impossibles, by the way. Uh, me neither. I hadn't seen the. Oh, really? I, I've seen. I'm sure I've seen one at some point. Yeah. But like, I had no basis for like all they they referred to stuff a lot. Yeah. They they were like, oh, you should have never let him go. Blah yeah. blah 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 blah. I was like, I don't know, maybe you have reasons. You yeah. should have killed me. And and I was like, ah, well, I'm sure that's important. But yeah, I, don't I was like, there's to two know. sides to every story. Yes. I don't, yeah, I, I have no idea. Uh, what was cool about Mission Impossible Two? No love story. No love story. Yeah. Uh, well, they they sort of they mix in a lot of flirting. Yeah. Well, a there's lot a lot of flirting, flirting, but I mean that's life. True. What's uh, life without a little flirting? I, I you, ever, did, you ever you ever do some flirting? Nah, flirting, not for me. Fl- oh. <laughs> Uh, I did really, really like the dynamic of the, was it the White Widow or the White? You know who the White Widow was? No. Homegirl from About Time. No way. It was, uh, yeah, it was, um, what's her name, Joanna? Uh, The the main girl, uh, Rachel McAdams' friend. Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah. Do you not remember her? No. Okay. (laughs) She's like this... um, She's kind of a crazy person in about time. But yeah, I saw her. I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, she's the one dating the guy who gets in like the... Oh, no, because that's... Uh, that's no, that's a sister. sister yeah. yeah, not 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 Kitty. Yes. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, no, like uh, she was great. Uh, like the, the dynamic of, hey, I'm sort of your boss, but we got this thing going on and there's clearly sexual tension. Uh, but it was like, it was like in a weird, it was done in a weird way because like Tom Cruise wasn't, you could tell that Tom Cruise like wasn't interested at all. In the White Widow? Yeah. Yeah. But like she wasn't letting him get away Mm. without, without flirting. Like she left him no choice. Speaking of bosses and I don't know if these are, if they're in the previous ones. Uh, so maybe people will be like, yo, if you saw Mission Impossible one, you'd know that. Uh, pretty cool, like slightly bigger than small roles for Alec Baldwin and Angela Bassett. Yeah. Like they were, they were, uh, I'm pretty sure Alec Baldwin is new. Yeah. I think, but I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, no, like they, they were good in limited (laughs) roles. Mm -hmm. Alec Baldwin was way better than I expected him to be because in the trailers, they like he had that one scene where he's like, you were left with no choice in Berlin. And it was just like, it was, it seemed kind of forced and like awkward, but it definitely didn't come across as awkward um, in, in the actual movie. Uh, Speaking of trailer scenes that translated to the movie, the bathroom scene where they, where they have the fight, they have a three, basically like a three way fight in a bathroom Mm -hmm. Uh, and that scene was fucking incredible. It was incredible, but it was also the most unrealistic thing in the world because it was a fucking club where everybody's doing drugs yes. and nobody's, nobody's going to the bathroom, the bathroom for 15 minutes at a time. Yeah, and uh, 
I was the most impressive thing for me about that scene. Also, that was the most poorly constructed bathroom in the world. They were just throwing each other through like walls and yeah. mirrors. And it was Although just like, it was like uh, it was like Arrested Development. Yeah, the, uh, the model home. That yeah, just, everything falls. Everything apart was when a you home fill. Yeah, uh, the uh, the guy that they're fighting. I won't say who he is because I don't want to reveal Ruin stuff it. about the movie. Uh, he was so good at fighting. That yes. I was, but there were a lot of scenes in this movie where there was uh, like a bunch of people taken on one guy, and that happens a lot in movies, especially in action movies, where like uh, a guy will fight a bunch of bad guys one at a time, and it'll and be the like, other guys stand around but, and yeah, don't do anything. <laughs> they don't just gang up on him, but it's always like take out this guy, take out this guy, take out this guy, take out this guy, and there's one guy left, and he does like the oh don't I don't want a piece of yeah. this, and then he runs away. If I were in, like, the group of bad guys fighting, I would just be the second guy. And if the first guy gets his ass kicked, I'd be like, hey, everybody, we're uh, we're turning around. <laughs> yes. It would appear that he's going to kick all of our asses one by one. So let's just go. The guy, want- the guy they're fighting in the bathroom, a big fan of throat punching. He throat punches both of them. And, they and like, I really like the fact they were both like, fuck, that really hurt. Yeah. And they spent some time being like, But that guy was so good at fighting that I was like, if this guy's so good at fighting, he could just kill them both immediately. Yeah. Like, he could, like, instead of a throat punch, he could do, like, one of those moves where you, like, rub somebody's ear a certain way and then they just die. This is, uh, this happens in action movies all the time, obviously, but, like... There were so many parts in this movie where they just got the absolute shit kicked out of them. And yeah. then it, they don't – like they don't – And they shake it off? Yeah, they shake it off like two minutes later. Like in, in Skyscraper, The Rock got his fucking ass kicked. Yeah. And, and like he had the after effects the entire rest of the movie. I'm pretty sure he limped through 98% of that movie. Yeah. Well, also well 100% leg. of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like he, he got beat up and he he kind of wore the, the effects of that throughout the movie. And this one – they both get punched in the throat very hard, and mm-hmm. they don't. There's never like a <clears throat> like their voices are fine. Yeah. Uh, Tom th- Tom Cruise gets thrown off a motorcycle at full speed. Yeah. And limps for about three steps, and then yeah. he's good to go. Uh, they both get in a very dramatic helicopter crash that yes. probably neither one of them would survive. Yeah. Uh, and they fight after that with basically no no being not banged up at all. So it was a. I would say if you if you're like a if it bothers you mm-hmm. when things aren't realistic yeah. maybe not your movie but but you wouldn't be going to see movie, Mission Impossible right. two anyway if you're right so like for me that's not a it's not a detriment because I I want my action movies to be over the top I want them to be fucking ridiculous yeah and this is the most over the top ridiculous action movie ever and it's awesome there is a as you mentioned a great helicopter chase scene when and when you hear that you think what do you mean helicopter chase scene. Uh, one helicopter is going in one direction, and the other one is trying to hit it. And uh, <laughs> there's a scene where the person who's about to get hit, I won't reveal who it is because we're not a spoiler podcast, uh, says, this crazy son of a bitch is trying to ram us. And I'm like, that either of you guys are participating in this scene at all it makes you, <laughs> you both, both crazy, crazy sons, sons of bitches. bitches. Yeah. Although I always love that in a movie when, like, when someone calls someone a crazy son of a bitch like i'll never get to the point in life where someone like, will be like, like even in that world henry cavill is wildly impressed at how insane tom cruise is and there's the spoiler yes uh and also here's a spoiler um sorry to do it to you but the mission is in fact possible i i would bet i haven't seen the first however many i bet that they're all possible yeah no shit in, in those <laughs> rules in in like their little crazy world where 
you can fight a guy who's the best at fighting and then a minute later just move on. It is kind of funny that they that like this fa- falls in the Mission Impossible realm because that mission that they had was very possible because yeah. at the very beginning of the movie they have a chance to to stop it all from going down. Yeah. And all they needed to do was hang on to a briefcase. Yes. Um Instead, they have side conversations. But yes. uh, also, I knew the mission was possible because that's been the plot of like four seasons of Twenty Four, <laughs> and every time that's, that's they knocked it out. That's what I'm saying. Like it is, they did not reinvent the wheel at all. Yeah. At all, there's, uh, there's, what is it? Plutonium. Yeah, there's three plutonium the mis- things. <clears throat> the there's- mission is you've got to stop this guy from assembling and detonating a nuclear bomb. Yeah, right. Yeah, but for me, that just goes to show, uh, like. In Skyscraper, not to keep going back to Skyscraper, but to keep going back to Skyscraper. Remember how I complained about the USB drive? Yeah. Like, that is the lamest fucking payoff Mm -hmm. in the world. This, the stakes were really high. It's fucking atomic bombs. I'll take that. I don't care if it's unoriginal. I'll take that a million times out of a million uh, to do that rather than like, oh, I've got this flash drive of names. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't need you to be or- original with the uh, with like the things that that is at stake. That'd be a real twist if uh, it's like we they really want to get that nuke because inside of it there's a list of names. <laughs> yes. you're like, well. When we that can't shit let them, goes we off. can't let them blow up the list of names. We really need that list of names. Right. I, they they so want that list of names gone that they're going yes. to nuke like miles and miles and miles of area so that no one can see that list of names. DJ, you know how much I love my glasses? I'm not wearing them right now. You're always I... going on about your glasses. You're like, hey, everybody, where is my glasses? <laughs> I love my glasses. I got them from Warby Parker. Did the uh, the old free home try-on program, and I found the best pair that fit for me. I love them. I wear them all the time. They're great tortoiseshell glasses. They're the best. Uh, so if you uh, have some glasses and you want to avoid the headache that, that comes with, with the glasses buying experience, it's sometimes a headache. you got to go to the store. you got to try them on. you got to find the ones that fit your face. Don't do that. Don't go through all the hassle. Go to warbyparker.com, order the free home try-on kit. It gives you five pairs of glasses, and you can try them on for five days. There's absolutely no obligation to buy. They ship to you free. They include a prepaid sh- re- uh, return shipping label, uh, and the glasses start at $95. That includes prescription lenses, and the lenses have anti-glare, anti-scratch coatings, all that fancy stuff that you want. For every pair you buy, a pair is distributed to someone in need, which is really cool. Ooh, nice. And if you have an iPhone X, you can download the Warby Parker app, which lets you use their brand new feature find your fit find your fit uses iphone x's true depth camera to map and measure key facial features using these measurements find your fit recommends approximately 12 warby parker frames that are likely the best fit for your face whether your face is ugly whether your face is pretty whether your face is disfigured it will find the best fit for your damn face. So do it. Uh, it's very important because you always want glasses that fit your face. So go to warbyparker.com slash brunch uh, for the free home try-on program. Again, that's five glasses for five days, no obligation to buy. Uh, I've done it. it. I love it. it. It worked for me. I found the best pair of glasses. I love them. Warbyparker.com slash brunch. Go War- do it. Warby Parker, hey, give me back my glasses. <laughs> uh, I saw eighth grade this week as well. Uh, yeah, and for me, honestly, was it all the feels? Oh my god! Do do, do we need to talk about how Bo Burnham yeah. reinvented the coming of age? Blah blah. I didn't even see this fucking movie, and I hate it because of how 2018 it is. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sort of in the same boat, but uh, it, it had 
a lot of expectations, obviously. Like, people are fucking raving about it. It's Bo Burnham's directorial debut. And they're like, oh, Bo Burnham's so fucking talented. We need talk about Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham's so talented. It makes me so mad how talented Bo Burnham is. Blah, 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 blah. Like, people act like Bo Burnham's the first fucking guy to be talented with multiple things. Like, that's a That's a ridiculous thing. Yeah, that happens all the time now. Like, like Childish Gambino. This guy who likes art. Likes different art. Yeah. yeah? Yes. <laughs> like, are you like, fucking kidding like, have me? You realize, do you realize that every fucking stand-up comedian who goes on to have, like, a successful acting career is is a master of, like, multiple arts? Right. Like, like you think that every actor didn't do, like, theater at some <laughs> right. point? You know? Like, I get I get Bo Burnham is, like... I like Bo Burnham. I'm a Bo Burnham fan. I know. And, and, like, he's I don't sort like of all of, talk about Bo, Bo he's Burnham. So, he's sort of all over the place. Like, he's a comedian. He's a he's a pretty good musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he's... he's Got be, some bars. Been a good, been a good actor. Uh, now is had a great directorial debut. Uh, the, the hype for me didn't the it didn't meet expectations for me this movie like okay. I, I was i was a little disappointed um like it was it was definitely a an enjoyable watch for the most part um it dragged a little bit it, it, at points i was like all right where is this going yeah it's sort of just like the, uh, uh, like a character study of sorts yeah um and it it does hit on a lot of things for an eighth grader. Like you'll be like, it, it made me think back and be like, ah, damn, I kind of miss these times. But I mean, also middle school is so really middle school is just like the height of awkward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it was a, a lot of this movie was super super relatable. Um, and they he did a really good job of of presenting it in a pretty cool way. Like mm-hmm. there are um, there are several scenes where it's like. Wow, the way that they did that was really cool. Like, there's there's one scene in particular where this girl shows up at a pool party, which she she wasn't really invited to, but she was like invited heard of it, to heard of it <laughs> out of courtesy. Yeah, and she shows up, and it's like the cool girls' party, and she doesn't know anybody there. She's kind of alone. Uh, they have like they have this scene where she's inside the sliding glass door while everybody else is outside before she walks walks out and like joins the party, and it and it like fucking pans out. Uh, it starts in like a super close thing. It's like very, it gives you sort of anxiety and then it, and then it pans out and it like has the, uh, entire pool party and it sort of makes her feel detached yeah. from the rest of it. And it was really, really cool in the way that it was presented. So, uh, like I give him credit for, for like that kind of stuff. It's very creative. Um, and the music is great, mm-hmm. but uh, again, like it, it didn't, it didn't, the music wow wasn't me. all bleachers. It sort of was. I could see <laughs> right. Like, I, I just know how the. It was a very like indie indie soundtrack. Everything has just gotten so fucking formulaic these days. Like this is this is what you do in 2018 if you want people to say that they liked your shit. Make it a coming of age film because it'll hit everyone right in the feels because they've been through that before. Like yeah, that's what that is. Uh, put bleachers in it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's basically just like. Go watch Love Simon. Do everything that that movie did. That was like a very bland, not uh, not as good as it could have been movie. And everyone was just like, "Yes, good, good, yeah, yeah awesome." Uh, and I just feel like this is going to be the same thing. Yeah, I mean, like it had a little bit of charm. It had a good message. Um, it was feel good at points, and it was like feel terrible at points. Mm. But overall, I expected more. And, you know, I, I do think that it's a product of it being hyped up as much as it was. Like, if I, if I had gone to see this and I had, I had no idea what it was and I knew that it was 
Bo Burnham's directorial yeah. debut, I'd be like, wow, good job, Bo Burnham. Mm. But the fact that everybody was like, oh, this movie is a fucking a masterpiece, it's it's not. I feel it's like not. it was, I again, I have not seen it. <laughs> um, I, I just feel like it's like another, like it's a made-for-Twitter movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it is what it is, but it, it's one of those movies that I wish I had seen a little bit earlier. Uh, also, it was the worst fucking theater experience in the world, and I, I feel like I say that every t- couple weeks now. Mm. It, like, how fucking hard is it to you, not you, talk you in be, a movie it theater? It could be you. It's <laughs> yeah. not me. But how fucking hard is it? Going to, yeah. going to watch a movie and being like... A, Shut the fuck up yeah, in a movie theater. The the rules for seeing a movie are the easiest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. Go, shut the fuck up, yeah. and watch the movie. Yeah. And somehow it is so hard for so many people. Be on your phone, but just a little bit. Right. <laughs> like, like, you you want to you take a peek from now? From, uh, right. From that's, Do I'm it. fine with that. Turn the brightness down. Mm-hmm. Put it next to your thigh. Yeah. And whatever. We yeah. all do it. Uh, yeah. But this dude next to me at eighth grade was... Literally speaking, oh, he was with his friends. He was probably so. I went to Kendall Square, and that's like around like a college area, I would say, right? It's like a youngish area, it's in Cambridge, so it might as well. It's just like where, yeah, it's young people, yeah. Um, it's young people and old people, right? There is no one there that is 39 years old. (laughs) Um, so it was like a young, young youngish person, probably say like early 20s, with his friends. That's first mistake, first red flag. Not old enough, to movies, to, right? Not old enough to people. know how to go to the movies. Uh, and he was literally fucking speaking to to his friends I about, would've... and it was about the movie, which like okay, Ugh. but shut the fuck up. And it's one of those movies, like it's like you said, it's a peak of awkwardness. Mm-hmm. So he just kept addressing the awkwardness of the the eighth grade girl in the movie, who's like, oh no, she's not gonna do this. Oh no, oh no. Like he vocalized his cringes. He's like throwing popcorn on. Like you know, you know the uh, the the AMC's AMC thing. Like the the when before the movie starts, it's it like comes the, out with hey, the, uh, shh. No, 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 not that. that but no, but like when the AMC is about to roll the movie, yeah. and they're like, "Thanks for joining us at AMC," and they show us, they show you like all those clips, yeah. of, of people watching the movies, and it's the most fucking over. Oh yeah, thing. like the guy, who, scared, the guy yeah. who has the popcorn, yeah, he's like holding it up, and then he just throws the entire fucking bucket on himself, yeah. It, that was that guy. Jesus. Fuck that guy. You know what you could have done? Just talked louder than him. <laughs> just start talking to yourself. by myself. <laughs> yeah. One time, uh, it was in. 2013, the Bruins and the Blackhawks were playing in the Stanley Cup final, and it was in the media workroom in Chicago, and uh, everybody's sitting there writing, and a TV guy was recording, like, the voiceover for, like, a package they were doing, like, the the Bruins hit the ice today in anticipation of game one of the Stanley Cup final against the Chicago Blackhawks, and so... Everyone's writing silence, and you can just hear, like, the Bruins hit the ice today, blah, blah, So everyone's, like, kind of looking at each other, like, what the fuck? So after this guy's doing, like, five takes of this, um, a, a writer just starts reading his story aloud as he's writing it. He's like, Nick Jalmerson said the ball, blah, blah, and he's – and the – Right, the the news guy stops and he's like, "You think you're funny, fuckface?" <laughs> it was awesome. She'd be like, "Yes." It just went from like silence and one person being too loud to two people being too loud and trying to top each other. That's what you should have done. You should have been like, "Oh man, this movie hasn't been as good as I thought it was going to be." 
I bet that everyone's going to say Bull Burnham was all the feels, just to nobody in particular. That would be fucking awesome. Agreed. Everything's on demand these days. Everything. Everything. Every single thing is on demand these days. Don't even need an example. Think of anything that's on demand, including postage. Postage on demand, you say. Yes. If everything is on demand, postage is a thing. So, yeah, you can even get postage on demand. It falls under the cloud of everything. All you need is not everything.com, but stamps.com. With stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office. Post office, how are we feeling on post office? I'm going love it. Thumbs up. Very pro post office. Big post office, guys. Well, uh oh. But sometimes it's a hassle to go to the post office. So then why don't you bring the post office to you? Oh, shit. You can bring the post office to you. You can bring the doctor's office to you. You can bring everything to you because everything's on demand. You know that you can even get postage on demand? (laughs) Yeah. You can get postage on demand. All you need is stamps.com. With stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. It can be a standing desk. It can be a sitting desk. What if I don't have a desk? If you don't have a desk, you can sit on the floor, lean against a wall, take out your phone. can be iPhone. can be Samsung. iPhone 2. It can be an iPhone X. It can be a Samsung Galaxy. It can be a Razor. What about a T-Mobile Sidekick? It can be a Sidekick. It can be an i860. Did you have an i860? <laughs> I had an i860. Cool, man. You can get everything like that. So, with Stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. Just sit down, <laughs> fire it up on your phone, buy and print real U.S., but you do need a printer. <laughs> You do need a printer, but you can get a printer on demand. Oh, damn. You can get a printer on demand. Buy and print real U.S. postage for any letter or any package. All you need is stamps.com. You can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just click, print, mail, and you're done. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale. You can get it. You can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every time so you're not left with some of that extra postage when you get too much postage. You want like a five, like a $2 postage and they say, oh, we're making you get $3 postage. Don't go to that place. Bring the post office to you. I personally recommend it. This nice. is... Your your word means a lot. To me. This is not. This is no no Wikipedia. No tricks. This is me personally. This is not written me. down. This is DJ from me. I'm putting the phone down. This is me, Brave Dave Bean, telling you that I recommend you use stamps.com. So right now, right now, use brunch for this special offer. A four week trial. That includes postage and a digital scale. Well, I would hope it would include postage because with Stamps.com, you get the postage. Don't wait. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in brunch. That's Stamps.com. Enter brunch. Stamps.com. Please don't eat the postage. It's not edible. Please don't eat the stamps. It could taste good, though. Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. Pretty good. Stamps.com. These postage is tasty. Stamps.com. Throw away the key. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about this. 
Uh, Ryan Reynolds is making a yeah. Home Alone movie called Stoned Alone. And uh, it just uh, sounds to me. I think he's producing it, which, like. So he's not making right. it. Right. Uh, but he's putting his name on it. It's called Stoned Alone, and it's basically a, about a mid twenties person, a mid stone, a mid twenties stoner, yeah. who misses his flight. Mm-hmm. Get this, because he's stoned. Because he got high. Yes, <laughs> Afro Man. Yeah, <laughs> Stoned Alone, starring Afro Man. Uh, misses his flight back home for Christmas uh, because he's stoned, and he stays home, gets stoned, and he thinks. That people are breaking into his house, and he's trying to thwart off a couple of thieves who are break who are he thinks are breaking into his house. But get this: there's another twist. They actually are breaking into his house. Oh, really? So he thinks he's being paranoid. Yeah. But the, this actually that sounds like a great movie. <laughs> it sounds like an absolute fucking wild ass movie. Uh, I'm sounds like a mess def- of shit. Definitely gonna see it. It's probably gonna be terrible. Uh, but my bigger question is. Are we allowing Ryan Reynolds to get away with this shit? Right. Like, does Ryan Reynolds have this kind of clout to right. do something like this? Uh, if this were James Franco and Seth Rogen, I'd be like, oh, I'd be yeah, par for ants. the course. Yes. Yeah. Um, but they can still be in it. I hope they are. Maybe they can be the uh, the robbers. Maybe maybe Ryan Reynolds can just like take take the reins on this mm-hmm. and then kick everybody else out and then just bring in Seth Rogen and James Franco. So the million dollar question is: Does Joe Pesci make a cameo? No, I feel like this is going to be completely detached from Home Alone. Like, yeah. I don't. I feel like Home Alone is not giving this movie its blessing. No, but it doesn't need to for like Joe Pesci or Macaulay. That's true. I could see Macaulay Culkin being in yes, it. Yes, Macaulay for sure. Culkin does Father John Misty videos these days. He's in a like, band he, that sings about pizza. Right. That's so. That's the thing. It sounds like it's all in the same world where like it's kind of this weird reimagining, which is what Macaulay Culkin does when right. he's not doing. Like, I feel Father like this John is Misty Macaulay videos. Culkin's idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Macaulay Culkin's going to be the star of this. Yes. I Fuck, I hope so. That'd be amazing. Uh, Come full circle. Yes. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Like, Ryan Reynolds just doesn't have that. No. I feel like he doesn't have the resume to get away with, with like, making. Like, he he's not in a space where he's done all he needs to do, and now yeah. he's getting creative. Yeah. I don't all hate. All he's done is Deadpool. Like, that's I don't the only hate thing. Ryan Reynolds, but I've never thought that he was great. Like, I've I, never been like, oh, Fuck Ryan Reynolds. I think it. Ryan Reynolds, the person, is awesome. But like Ryan Reynolds, the actor, is not that accomplished. Like not that esteemed. You made fucking he, Van Wilder, dude. Like, he he's done Deadpool, obviously, which like has skyrocketed him up the charts. But like before that, just what was friends, his best Van movie? Wilder. Those are the only two things I can think. No, of. what's the one with uh? What, is it uh? Is just friends the one with uh? Sandra Bullock? No, Maybe that's smart. the proposal. Yeah. The Proposal is a very, very underrated movie. Really? Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Him and Sandra Bullock, great chemistry. But uh, it, there, she, The Proposal came out during that run where if but it's your, mo- your, your movie like that doesn't have Katherine Heigl, no one's taking it seriously. It's true. It's like, come it's back ju- when you have Heigl, motherfucker. It's just like a, it's like a TBS rom-com. It's a TV rom-com. Nice. Like that is, that's all that is. You know who else is doing that shit? Like who? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And, and now Matthew McConaughey is like an A-lister. Are we putting Ryan Re- Ryan Reynolds in a lister? Probably. Yeah, but I think like, that he's, he's not, just always just because he looks like an a lister. You know, right? He's like the, the like the um, he like snuck into the area, 
by dressing the right way and looking like and he taking belongs. off a shirt and having abs. He looks like he belongs, yeah. so they just let him be there. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this movie now. I, all I saw was the headline that's like Stoner Home Alone. I was like, this sounds stupid, yeah. but. I like all those twists, man. I'm into <laughs> so those twists. twists. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's I, also doing a movie called Detective Pikachu, which is a Pokemon. It's a, like a Pokemon movie, but okay. he plays a uh, a. It's like a it's like a live action movie, but it has Pokemon in it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's gonna be fucking weird as hell. I guess Danny DeVito's in it too. Really? I think I don't know. I'm ve- I don't I don't have all the details here, but I know that Ryan Reynolds is in on it. That reminds me. I actually I can't say what it is. But I'm actually interested in making this. Um, I don't know when I'd have time to do it, but uh, I am going to make my directorial debut. Oh, shit. I thought of a... I don't know if it would be a series yet, but I thought of a concept for a television show. And I'm actually interested in... I can't believe I haven't told you this yet. I thought of it two days ago. It's been all I've been thinking about. I'll talk to you after the show. Okay. Uh, I have thought of a brainchild. It would be I, I, I'm interested in making the pilot and seeing where it goes from there. It would be unbelievable, and Bruntouchables would fucking love Can it. We throw it under the brunch umbe- umbrella. We're trying to improve our video content. So here's our my YouTube thing. Presence. Here's my thing. I uh, I would be in it. I would like for you to be in it, and I would like for Randy to be in it. But the catch is you have to. Accept or decline the offer before I tell you the premise of the show. I can already tell you that I've done worse shit with you than you whatever know what's idea. Funny? <laughs> you know what's funny? So we did a thing uh, uh, around Christmas time for uh, an episode of, of Boston Sports Tonight. They were like, DJ, you want to do your weird shit? Like, make this a Christmas episode. And I was like, awesome. So uh, we did some stuff. Pete was involved, and there was a little. There was like a little bit that uh, Pete was a part of, and Pete thought he was terrible. Pete hated afterward. Like you I were, was terrible, you were and it was pissed bad. afterwards. Like you were like that sucked. This wasn't good. God damn it! A kid came up to me at that camp thing and was like, "Hey, I just want to say the Christmas thing that you did when Pete showed up, like the Santa Claus thing." He was like, "That was the funniest thing I've ever seen on TV." That and kid I was is like, not Pete going, hated that. That kid is not going anywhere. I'm yeah. sorry if that kid is listening right now, but you are not going anywhere in life if you enjoyed that because that was the worst fucking TV segment that I've ever seen in my life. It was it, well, it was just a thing where I just felt completely fat, flat. Like it, I felt like a comedian bombing on stage. But so yeah, but that's I I so I don't know. But, I, I've got a, I've got a weird brain when shit like that. Like, like I'm down do, to get like weird. Does fall uh, does fall flat? I I think that that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, so it stung and it, and it stunk, and I felt really bad about it. But it would have been one of those things where, like, all right, this is a learning experience. It's going to be funny in a week. Yeah. But like, the only thing, the reason why I was so mad was because I don't get opportunities to do TV a lot. Yeah. And I'm like trying to prove myself yeah. every time I do get an opportunity to do TV. Yeah. So when I got that and it just yeah. completely fl- fell flat, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to wait God knows how long before, yeah. like I have to sit on that. Yeah. Like it's one thing if you can just put a bad performance behind you by yeah. getting out there the next day and, exactly. and, and it's kind like of if redeeming you, yourself. Yeah. If you're a healthy scratch, like most nights and they put you in and you are a fucking disaster, 
you're thinking about that until the next time you play. Right. And then when the next time you play, that's still probably on your mind. You're like, I hope I don't fuck up like I fucked and up last guess, time. Guess what? I you didn't fuck I up. Ha- it was- I, I haven't been on Comcast since. Really? Yeah. I wow. haven't been on the airwaves since, so uh, it still it still stings a little bit. It was funny though. Like the only thing that we've done together that afterwards you were like, "Fuck, that sucked so much." Was a thing that a kid came up to me and he was like, "I that thought was the that, that was the, the best." <laughs> yeah, like maybe it's like the room or something. It's gonna have that 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 bit is gonna have like a, a cult following. I think I did compare it to the room like right afterwards. But really, yeah, when people like criticizing me i was like this is like this people, is the room people weren't criti- were people criticizing you yeah like that like well, i was getting like tweets being like yo what the fuck was that that was terrible i just know that what's his face did that uh steve peralt yeah but that's because there was I like think, some jealousy in play yeah and i think my response to him was like people said the room was terrible at first too because this was this was during christmas time mm-hmm. and that's around when the disaster artist came out oh really yeah so it was very fresh in my yeah, mind and so uh i think i did compare it to the room Nice. Yeah. Don't don't listen to the haters. Listen to that kid. I w- I totally agreed with that kid. I was like, dude, yes, that was the best <laughs> thing in the world. You're totally right. Speaking of the best thing in the world, uh, I told you I was going to see eighth grade, but it was a trick. It was a twist. I went to see Mommy uh Here We Go again and in IMAX as Here you, you said. went again. And it was man. Like, just confirmed. What a great movie. It is fucking fantastic. Somebody I, asked me a question on Twitter um, th- this week. Uh, what's better, Mamma Mia 2 or Sing Street? Closer than uh, than I would ever expect Different for Mamma movies. Mia 2. Different. I would still put Sing Street way ahead. Just because, of, like, Sing Street... Sing Street's more of a real movie, though. Exactly. Yeah. That was my reasoning. Sing Street has more of a plot, Has yeah. more of a, is more of a real movie. I would say it has a little bit more charm. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit more unique. Uh, and also, and it's it coming has its of age music. film, so it gives you the feels. It has its own music, yeah. and uh, and Drive It Like You Stole It was the best song of last year. Mm. Uh, but honestly, Mamma Mia Two kind of close. Like if you if you had to rank uh, La La Land, Mamma Mia Two, Sing Street, what's your what's your ranking there? Uh, I don't. I I feel that I feel that it's inappropriate to have Mamma Mia Two in that discussion. But I like Sing Street as much as I like La La Land, maybe a little more. Okay. All yeah. Right, all right. Um, so uh, you said that you've got some new uh, Mamma Mia 2 takeaways. Yes. Uh, just mainly two ones. I have a million of them, but mainly two ones. Uh, so they they all leave graduation before they graduate. Yeah, they don't get their diplomas. They don't get their p- diplomas. The graduation starts. They say, all right, we're going to have this uh, the valedictorian come on and give a speech. And she starts singing ABBA songs. Then they all get up and fucking dance away. And they ride out of there on bicycles. It's like, Where do they also get those gra- bicycles? I don't know. Everybody had bicycles. It was like a, a group of 80 people and they all had bicycles. They also... They definitely uh, didn't ride their bikes to graduation. They also had uh, friends one and two had wireless mics ready in, like, the oh, 70s. Right, yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on there. Mommy, uh, here we go again, more unrealistic than Mission Impossible 2. Ooh, that's not bad. Uh, again, sequels, though, just killing it. Uh, the other one is, this is the biggest one. She, Amanda Seinfeld... Uh, <laughs> still laugh every time. ...throws up, says, I know what this means... And then tells a party full of people that she's pregnant, and they do After a the vo- first vomit. They do a whole performance about it without taking a pregnancy test. <laughs> that is insane. Hey, hey uh, when you know, you know. Right? She end- well, she ends up having a a, a baby, 
But man, also aren't you supposed to wait like three months before you tell? I think anybody? it's like twelve weeks. Yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah, three months, and she just blabs right away that she's pregnant. It's uh, she it's a uh, Kelly Kapoor just every now and then tells everyone that she's pregnant. Why? One, one of these times you're going to be right. Yeah. Um. Got some listener feedback by the way. Uh. It is implied that Harry Colin Firth is gay. Uh, it is really. So, yeah. Like it's. I think that uh, it's. I believe in, uh, maybe in the play, they're a little more overt about it. Okay. Um, but, I mean, Harry's the, I'll tell you what, what it's also implied, that Harry he's rules. the best of it the It explains three. why we like him the most. Yeah, right, why we're drawn to him. I uh, want to know, though, is the, is the uh, Greek ferry attendant gay? Uh, I don't know. I just think that. I don't know. I identify a lot I with mean, that Greek fairy guy. But he was also the most... A bit uh, chatty. Yeah, yeah a, bit, a bit despised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a bit mean, a bit rude. Uh, but, that, I mean, he did love Colin Firth yeah. the most. So maybe there's a, a gay-to-gay connection there. Yeah, but you don't need to be That's gay to true. love I mean, Colin Firth in that obviously, movie. Obviously, we yeah. both do. He's such like a babe in that movie. We're we're not gay. Yeah. The old, the old, uh, old Kinsey scale. Yeah. Uh, I also forgot... Uh, how he about Colin Firth? I want to be nominated for something. I don't know what he can be nominated for, but I would love if he gets like a best supporting actor nom. There's always, there's always one category every year where just for some reason there's like no real candidates. Yeah. Like a few years ago when uh, when uh, Joe, what's her name? Uh, John Fabric. Who's the the girl that wears a dress very well? Uh, I can never oh, think of her name. Um, I feel like my brain has a... Ma- uh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, yeah. When Julianne Moore won for Still Alice, there was just... like She was the great uh, Best Actress nominee, and then that year there were just like no other real great options. I hope that this year there's no there's not a lot of great options for Best Supporting Actor, so they're like... Well, last year, was, last year it was fucking stacked. Um, for what? For great uh, best sporting actor, okay. So maybe this year, it kind of the the wells run dry a little bit. Yeah, hopefully. So they throw. Well, Colin what if Firth what if there. the Academy just threw in a category this year and was like, "Hey, best mom and me, dad." That would be very easy. Did you see the? You uh, only need one more. Yeah. Did you see the Reddit? Oh no! Wait. Thing now you get Sky. Yeah. Even I mean, he's clearly the fourth and the worst there. But like, you need four ca- four nominees. Yeah. Sky sucks though. Worst. I hate Sky. Worst. 